are listening to the Coles and Riffs Podcast. become magnificent but something's inhibiting you constraining your energy um no no no. my um my friend's a scientist she made these to protect me or do they protect people from you no it's not like that my powers i i can't control them and when i try to it hurts me most gifts come with a price but you could learn to manage it I apologize. I'm saying too much. This is probably not the best place to continue our conversation. You don't have the tools or the understanding that you need just yet. To do what? To be who you were always meant to be. Without fear, without pain. We can offer that to you. How? I'll take you to a place where you can be with people like us. Us? How many are there? You can learn about yourself, your gift. You can be safe, but only if you want to come. Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of the Coulson Lives Podcast. Uh, yeah. Can we just do this? Feels like it. <laughs> As always, I am Daniel Jaynes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungay-Hawk. Yeah. We're back to discuss Season 2, Episode 15, One Door Closes, because another one opens. Written by Lauren LaFranc and Rafe Judkins, and directed by David Solomon. In this episode, war comes to Coulson's doorstep in a way he never anticipated, as shocking revelations are brought to light. And Sky struggles to control her new abilities, but will soon make a decision that irrevocably changes her life. Yep. Irrevocably. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Well, we don't know if it's irrevocable yet. Well, in some ways, an irrevocable change being that she's got her shit under control would be really good. Oh, that would be an irrevocable change, yeah. That's true. I just mean, like, the decision, if spoilers alert, the decision that she makes is that she goes off with Gordon to the the, the inhuman base camp, basically. And I think that they're the kind of people that are like, oh, you, you want to go? All right, that's cool. Thanks for stopping by, I guess. I mean, we're open if you want to come back. That's cool. They just seem like those kind of people. Yeah, they Not haven't the, been doing... Once you're here, you can never leave. They haven't been doing a whole lot beyond... Taking control of people who are being too obvious. Yeah. So they scoop up Raina when she's walking in the middle of traffic. 
and they scoop up Cal because he's being an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty dumb. So yeah, I am totally on the fence about the Inhumans as a group. I'm not with or against them at this point because we haven't seen enough of them. Yep. After this episode, I'm kind of with them. I, I'm with Gordon because he's. Yeah, I like Gordon. We haven't seen enough of the, the rest of the agency. Right. I suppose. The rest right. of the group. So. That's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I guess we should start with Sky and Gordon then, because that scene was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't have a whole lot with Sky up until that point because she's cut off from the rest of Shield by other Shield attacking them. And Real Shield. She starts taking apart the house because she's trying to figure out, I would guess, if there's some sort of loose connection on her end, which makes sense. Yeah. And she uncovers a suspiciously large punched imprint in material that shouldn't be punchable. And at first I thought, whose handprint is this? It is too small for the Hulk. But then we find out this is the house that Banner built, so I'm guessing it is mid-transformation Hulk. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just watched The Incredible Hulk too, so I kind of, like, before I saw this episode, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't, wasn't super paying attention to the cabin at the end of that. So. Oh, I yeah. Because. Could yeah. have been that very one where he was sitting in Canada. Mm-hmm. That, that was my immediate thought when they said Banner or even, I don't know if. It might have been before that they might have said something else, but I don't remember what. Uh, and yeah, so it was like, well, we saw him trying to learn to control things in the cabin there, which is what Sky is doing. Interesting. Drawing parallels to a past experience. I like it. Yeah. It's like they know what they're doing or something. Yeah. Sometimes it was pretty cool. they hide it pretty well. Sometimes, but. They do. And then we get Gordon being kind of creepy, but he can't really help it because part of it's how he moves around and the lack of eyes. face is all flattened off. So he freaks Sky out at first for good reason, and then she is understandably wary. I love that he teleports in front of the door and then knocks. Yeah. Because he could come straight inside. Yeah, he could have just just as well like teleported in and sat on the t- on the on the couch. Just of course, then she might have shot him. Exactly. Right. He need- wanted to make sure that he was engaging with her on her terms. Exactly. Yeah, and that's part of why I like him as a character. Is yeah, yeah. Like he has a pretty clear purpose of not getting the word out about the Inhumans and also of helping the Inhumans. Yeah. Um, so, like, he's he's a very noble character at this point. He's got nothing but good intentions. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what's happened with Reyna. It's been a long time since she got picked up. Mm-hmm. So hopefully somebody has been helping her with some coping skills. Yeah. And the interesting part 
that I thought about earlier when we were doing another mini episode is that now that we now that Sky has gone with Gordon, she's theoretically going to be in the same area as her dad and Reyna. Oh. Yeah, except her dad is kind of persona non grata right now. Yeah. With the, so I'm not sure how much. Well, he's not going to be controlling those interactions. Let's just no. put it that way. Yeah. Exactly. Which is good. Because guys have an earthquake to level their base if that happens. Yeah. There's very, very clear possibility of them interacting more, which will be good. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Maybe she'll finally get him to stop calling her Daisy, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. <laughs> Still doesn't look like a Daisy. Nope. Um, cool. So, yeah, the real shield. I don't, real shield. I don't really know how to differentiate them. Um, I did love that because they're still calling themselves S.H.I.E.L.D. every time that someone asks who you're loyal to, Mac was able to say, I'm loyal to S.H.I.E.L.D. I yeah. am loyal to S.H.I.E.L.D. Just not this S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I would we're just name my dog S.H.I.E.L.D. and be like, <laughs> yes. What? I'm if we're going to have to get two worlds, we might as well call them real S.H.I.E.L.D. anyway. Yeah. The wrong S.H.I.E.L.D. Dancing girl shield. Shieldo. <laughs> shield the bee. Uh, yeah. 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 Good question. Maybe at some point in time we won't have to differentiate between shield and shield. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they infiltrate the bus and whatever base they're at, the hub maybe. I don't know. They do some sort of neurotoxin. Yeah. And Max saves Fitz, which is great. Max does save Fitz. And then... I give him about half a point back, but he's still in multiple negatives. But then Fitz gives uh, Simmons the nod to go save Max's life. Well, he's already saved. She's just checking up on him. He only had a wall fall on him. Only. He's had worse. Because the force of a of an explosive shockwave, which can totally damage your internal organs. Let's just say that I'm not really in a good mood at him right now. It's funny because like four episodes ago, we were like, "Oh my god, I hope that they didn't lose Mac to the stupid gas making him angry." <laughs> now it's like, "Fuck that of, guy." We've kind of lost him since then. He hasn't been acting like Mac we knew. Yeah. And now he's totally. All of these people suck, and. Destroy and blah 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 and Colson is an idiot and I'm not happy with him. Oh, you sound like you're paraphrasing a little bit. Only a little. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still fully. I don't know about fully, but I I really enjoy Mac and Bobby as characters. Uh, I'm not sure I fully like them, but they're definitely great character moments. I. I don't know. They're doing a good job making them interesting, I guess. I guess. I would agree. I just wish that they'd both think instead of they're still following orders. They've, yeah. They have tricked themselves into believing that they're on the right side, but they're not looking into what's actually happening. And here's, here's why I think this. When you look at the end of the episode and Bobby is all 
she's a shield agent when they go to get Sky. And Bobby is all she's a shield agent, icers only. There's at least two people who have their for real handguns out there, and one of them is one of the upper level people. Yeah. And then there is the agent on the strike team who sneaks up behind Sky. That's not an icer in his hand. And also, the orders are do not engage, fire a flare. So naturally, hey, look, it's Sky. Let's shoot her. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not giving Dumb Shield the benefit of the doubt. That's fair. Dumb Shield. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, that that's a fair assessment. I just, I'm hoping that they're going to get out of it. Yeah. I'm not saying that Bobby and Mac are beyond saving. I'm just saying that right now, they're not paying attention. This is true. It, it goes back to a loyalty thing, because we also see the flashbacks in this episode of yeah. the day that shield fell but it didn't because then two more shields took its place so shield is still (laughs) shield is still hydra i guess is the point of this episode um because they cut off one head and two more grew when one shield falls two shields (laughs) running around with two shields is ineffectual because you don't have a weapon at that point in time well you can beat Um, people between the shields that's true we have seen quite a bit of uh shield combat lately (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird and complex and fascinating. And yes, you are absolutely right that they're kind of not paying attention and it's kind of dumb, but that's I don't know. I'm overlooking choosing to overlook that fact cuz I'm assuming that it's going to play out better than it probably actually will. Yeah, I think that I think that they, as as writers and producers, have a really good idea for where this is going, and we just don't. I just don't know what it is yet. I'm pretty sure they have confirmed that this will definitely interact with uh, Age of Ultron in some fashion. Well, they've set a precedent, so yeah. I'd be really surprised if it didn't. Yeah. So again, I'm hoping that's more on a actual interesting scale and not like. Hey, this is totally related to that movie that's out. Wink, wink. Yeah, the whole, we're cleaning up Thor's mess. Yeah. Hey, look, it's an Ultron robot. That would be the worst. Yeah. Um, that would be really, really sad. Just running around in the background. So. <laughs> <laughs> Or he's going in such a hurry. Har, 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 har. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, any plot or character things that we haven't discussed yet? Um, well, Simmons can lie now. Yeah, she can. Yeah. And beat the shit out of Bobby. That was hilarious. That was awesome. It's <laughs> like, I'm going to give you this part. Oh, fucking this part totally of the damn prototype. Thing, looking for the thing. You think I'm totally oblivious. Here's the other part of the uh, teaser, whatever. Do you want to know my theory on this, on this piece of tech? Hmm. I, I think that 
Simmons was working on that thing so that Sky could keep the two parts of that in her pocket so that if she starts to become uncontrollable, she could grab both pieces, touch them together, and then put herself out. Because it was pretty quick and it looked pretty humane. Like, she just grabbed him and then she was down. I don't know. I think it looks like it could be something that they've had for a while. It kind of reminded me of um, Natasha's throne taser discs. Mm. If it was something that existed, then Bobby would know what she was doing. You know? Well, it could have been a prototype for that. Yeah. I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. does like its electrical gadgets. Yeah. It could be either. It was pretty cool, though. I mean, I thought she that she had no idea what was going on until she got Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I, I had a little feeling when she turned around and was like, oh, oh, thank God it's you. And I was like, oh, man, she totally knows. And she's a terrible liar. And then she started going into it. I was like, oh, maybe she is actually surprised and happy that it's Bobby. And it's like, nope. It was a good, it was a nice little flip flop. It was just too bad that she'd preset the release of the dendrotoxin gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really should get going. Yes, I know, but it's in here somewhere. See, I don't think an EMP hit our base. When those occur, the pulse typically wipes out any electronic device that's powered up, but anything that was off remains functional. Here, take this. But something different's happening now. I think whoever did this set up a ghost interface that's overriding our system directly. If I could just find this prototype. You know what? Maybe Fitz has it. We should go try to find him, make sure he's okay. Oh, here we go. Coulson, May? I've got her. Cool. That's all I have to say on plot and character stuff. Yeah. So, tech. Well, we've got mini taser thing, and we have Bobby's enhancements to her fighting batons, which apparently now have a weird circular laser in one end and a magnetic thing on the other. It's like they're the round crystal that the that the micro torch, the the wonder torch that freaking. It made it so that it can cut in a perfect circle instead of. Yeah. This fits torch, and this definitely looked like a laser. Uh, uh, Or at least what we see lasers as on TV, because lasers in the real world don't actually look like that. And then there was a magnetic thing on the end, or a suction cup, or something. That she could just click onto Fury's toolbox. Yeah. Teach me how to open it. No. No. <laughs> what else? Um, I think that's it. That's all I have. There was. We have Sky Detect. But she can unconsciously, subconsciously control it to the point of bullet deflection. We were With- like, in order to in order to create enough vibrations to deflect the bullet to stop the like, not only not only just like push it out of the way, she stopped it and then re it flung it to the changed side. its trajectory back. 
towards the people, like not directly back. So it wasn't 180 degrees, but you'd have to create an almost as much force as the bullet itself was creating. And she's doing it over a wide area. So she's creating something like 500 feet per second of vibration force. Which wipes out like 100 feet of forest. Exactly. She is a deforestation machine. She just splinters like probably a quarter wood. That was so badass. Oh, it was so, so epic. cool. This is the kind of episode that makes me want to watch a series. So, Yeah. You put a whole branch through douche nozzles, douche head of whatever <laughs> shoulder, which is only going to put Bobby against her. Unfortunately, she got blown back, but maybe she'll start thinking about it because um, that was an actual gun that he shot at her. Yeah, yeah. If she he had shot an icer, she probably wouldn't have been able to deflect it, and they would have captured her. No, the icer thing would have exploded in mid-flight and then just sort of spattered on her and made her clothes cold. Oh, maybe. No, I want to believe it would have gone down had it been an icer. But the icers are also <laughs> a little quieter. Brisk. They're quieter, <laughs> so she might not have noticed that he was shooting at her until it was too late. Yeah. We will never know because he went for the actual projectile weapon. Mm-hmm. Kill shot. And then Sky leaves with Gordon because she doesn't really totally have another choice. <laughs> One wonders if he's got some sort of special, not telepathy, but hearing something, because he wasn't right there unless he was just kind of hanging around, but she barely whispers right. to have him help her, and there he is. Maybe they planted a bug on her. Maybe we'll find out how he's able to do that someday. That would be cool. That would be cool. Maybe this week. I don't know. Maybe it's possible. Hmm. Um, she had like no insight into what's going on with Sky for a while because she's in a place where we don't get to go. So it's like we're just totally in the dark about her, just like the characters are. That would be interesting. I doubt like, they're going to go that route, but that would be super interesting. Yeah. Sweet. All right, let's get into quotes. I don't actually have any quotes for this one. I have comments, and I have at the end, Hunter is awesome. Oh, yeah, there's my quote. Then. When he signs the little napkin. And he yeah. goes, you offered, me a, you offered me a permanent position. Consider that my contract. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good so, line. So what are we what are we doing? What's the plan? That whole that whole scene is my is my favorite quote. <laughs> was, so you're done with your vacation? Yeah, I don't know why people get from what people get from cruises. <laughs> and he goes, uh, that's way too many umbrellas for one drink. And he grabs one. And the hunter comes up and goes, Can I get one of yes? Maybe with a couple of those umbrellas. <laughs> that whole scene just pitch so perfect. All oh, so good. Oh man, yeah. Uh, house that Banner built. We discussed that. Uh, well, mentioned it. That's all there is to really say about it. Yeah. <laughs> there, there were two other ones that I actually 
did thoroughly enjoy. Uh, the first is when Sky is Skyping with Simmons. That's a tongue twister. Uh, and she's like, I got the little Debbie snacks. Did you send those? Simmons is like, no, that was Colson's oh, yeah. idea. But I did pack oh, gluten-free oh. biscuits for you. You're like, oh, ooh. I'll be sure oh. to check those out. <laughs> But the one, the one that really got me was when he, she goes, um, uh, uh, oh, they were on the plane on the way to the cabin, and Phil's got <laughs> the paper bag. He goes, I brought some snacks. He hands her a Twizzler, and they just take this like lazy bite of the Twizzler. <laughs> it, it was so like shawarma scene. It was just a throwaway. Like, of course they brought that snacks for the plane ride. Right. I know it was, but we didn't talk about it. It was so funny, yes. Hilarious. It was good. I enjoyed that. And then the big one that I really, really loved uh, is when Edward James almost is talking with Coulson. And he's like, Fury brought you back from the dead. And Coulson just replies with, I didn't ask for that, but I've come to appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I liked that scene between the two of them where Colson is kind of quietly furious like I would have I wanted you on my team and I thought you were dead and now here you are betraying everything mm-hmm. yeah way to go dick yeah uh, so good yep yeah like I'm really excited for the character dynamics and the uh... I guess, organization dynamics that are happening. Uh, I think at the end of this episode, I turned to Claire and said, this is where we need to be coming into the end of a season. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And this is 15, so there's like seven episodes left. Um, have to (laughs) (laughs) Seven episodes left, and about halfway through that is Avengers Age of Ultron. So... Chances are we'll get some sort of boost in momentum there. What if Age of Ultron is what catalyzes them to work together? I'm sure that could be part of it, which is possibly a good choice. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure where this show is going, and for once that's like... I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I think it's a good thing that we don't we're 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 not we don't know what the arc is. I'm for it. Yeah. Should be interesting. Well, we're caught up. Woohoo! Yay! For the first time this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, thank you all for listening and putting up with uh, our being late and shit. Again, apologies. But we're back on track, and we will do our best to stay that way. It should be a lot easier now that we're completely caught up. So, if you want to leave us feedback, you can shoot us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com is our website. Leave us a comment there. Rate and review us on iTunes and like us on Facebook. And if you want to check out our other shows, you can go to almproductions.net. And we will be back next week ish. 
with an episode titled Afterlife. Ish. Ish. Terrifying. <laughs> As always, I am Daniel Janes. Ish. I'm Rudy Seabuck. And I'm Claire Hungatak. And we're caught up, yes! What up? Nice office. Lots of light. You haven't even delved into the record collection. I had no plans of moving in. You may not know who I am, but oh, I... Oh, no. I actually know quite a bit about you, Robert. You started in S.H.I.E.L.D. young, like me. Dropped down for a while when your wife passed, but then came back with a vengeance. Rose to command the Iliad three years later, and by all accounts, became one of the best commanders S.H.I.E.L.D. ever had. I know this because I spent months searching for you when S.H.I.E.L.D. fell. Because I'd heard you were a good man. Because I wanted you on my team. I wish I could say the same. I wish you were the man you were even two years ago, but by all accounts, you're not. You didn't know me then, and you don't know me now. I know the Fury brought you back from the dead. Right. I didn't ask for that, but I've come to appreciate the gesture. That he filled your veins with alien blood. God knows what that did. Weaver thinks it made you into some kind of a messenger for an alien race. Can you say with certainty that that's not true? Podcast is an autological media productions podcast. Leave us feedback at colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com or send us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. As always, thank you for listening. Feel free to check out our other podcasts at almproductions.net. 